Hi, everyone. I'm Mark Mulholland. Welcome to The Upbeat, a podcast about hope and perseverance. For new listeners, this podcast is produced by Kelly's Angels, which is a nonprofit organization. It's named in memory of my late wife, Kelly, who lost her battle with breast cancer in 2007 when our two children, Connor and McKenna, were only seven and five years old. Kelly's Angels helps children and their families in New York's capital region who've been affected by cancer or other life-threatening conditions. We provide grants to help children and their families make memories and to smile during difficult times. I'm joined today by a Kelly's Angels grant recipient, Majel Baker of Clifton Park, New York. Majel, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful to be here. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, I am a crazy busy mom of three. I am a physical education teacher at Ravina Queeman Selkirk Middle School. Which is a suburb of Albany. Yes. Yep. Um, and you have three children. I do. Uh, let me see if I have this right. Cecilia is 13. McAllen is 11. And Camille is nine and your favorite child. Yes, she would say. She made it clear to you to say when you record this podcast, she wanted you to tell everyone that she's your favorite. Absolutely. And I tell them all that they're all my favorite at one point or another throughout the day. And it changes as time goes on. <laughs> it changes as by the minute. By the some, minute some sometimes. Cases, yes, yeah. absolutely. So you're a physical education teacher at Ravina Quinn Selkirk School in the Albany area. Uh, how did you pursue that? Um, I, I've played sports since I was a little kid, and I had always known that I wanted to be a physical education teacher. I wanted to reach kids at a young age and teach them the value of physical activity, being a member of a team, or you know, having a passion or something to work towards. And sports and, and kids were something I had always had a passion for. It's interesting you bring up team, because you have a team around you now, a team that you didn't know you'd need to have. Tell me about uh, your diagnosis. Yeah, it's, when you say a team that you didn't know you had or a team you didn't really want to be a part of, it's, it's funny because October is a, is a month. It's an emotional month. And uh, I always contributed and raised money and fundraisers and did so much for breast cancer, but never really wanted to be a part of that team. I wanted to be on the other side. And when I became a part of that team, it was sort of like a surreal moment for me and October is a month that hits you hard that you are now a member of this group for life um, that you always supported and always you know wanted to help people but you now are those people so um, it was a little bit of a surreal moment for me but I I, I want to be captain of that team now and um, I just like I, a true athlete you're, exactly you're pushing yeah. forward yeah uh, when were you diagnosed I was diagnosed um, last August um, no, not this, just this August past 2021. August, August 2021, yep. Um, I went in for a, you know, routine mammogram. I turned 40 in April, and I said to myself, you know, I've never put my health prior to my kids' health. And this year, turning 40, I'm going to make my health a priority. I'm going to get all of the scans and tests and things that you would normally do in a year. And I made those appointments, and my appointment was for July, and I went for my first mammogram. And I had gotten a call back, and they said, you may get a call back. They need to get a baseline. Don't be alarmed if you do. And I got that call back, so I had no thoughts that anything was wrong. You know, I'm very healthy. I'm physically active. I eat well. I've never smoked. You know, don't drink. I thought, you know, this is... I'm going to be just fine. And when I went for that callback, you know, they told me that they saw some things on the 
you know, the footage that was pretty suspicious and they sent me for um, a biopsy. And it wasn't like, we're gonna send you in a couple of weeks for a biopsy, we're sending you in two days. So I knew that it was something and uh, I went for the biopsies and within a few days time we had the results and it was what they believed at the time was stage one um, invasive ductal carcinoma. Um, which we then later found out after surgery that it was stage two invasive ductal carcinoma, um, which was also HER2 positive. Um, yeah. So you remember the conversation? I remember everything about the, the, the day, yeah. In person, over the phone, what, um, how did they? It was in person. They had given me some indicators over the phone, um, but Nate, my husband and I, Nate, who has not left my side throughout this entire process, he's been my rock and been unbelievable. Um, we went and, you know, they presented us with the news, so. Um, your children were roughly 12, 10, and eight at the time. Yes. You shared it with them? We shared the news with them shortly after. We wanted to gather as much information as we could, um, you know, where I was gonna be going for surgery, how long that was going to be, was I going to lose my hair, things that they might worry about or question. Um, so we wanted to gather as much information as possible. I also reached out to several moms that had gone through things like this to ask for advice when presenting it. We purchased several books, children's books, ways to present it to your children. Um, you know, like the teacher you are. Yes, yeah, so we, you know. You wanna, we, have, you wanna be armed with all of the, the information that you could possibly use, Yes, right? yeah, I wanted to be able to answer all of the questions that I possibly could and provide them with as much information. And obviously there's some information they did not need to know at right. their age. You don't want to scare them. You don't want to scare them, um, you know, but you have to be real. And so it was. In a nutshell, what did you tell them and how did they receive it? So again, like you said, you don't want to, you don't want to put fear into them, but you also have to let them, let them know that what the things that were going to change, like mom was going to change the way she looked. This very active mom that's never gotten off the couch ever, you know, like never um, not sitting on the couch or, you know, doing that. I was gonna be down and I was gonna be out and I wasn't gonna be running around and doing all these things. So they needed to know that the way mom looks is going to be different, not just the way I look in my appearance, but my physical ability to be able to do everything for them. So um, we sat down and we presented them with the books and we said, you know, we had some news that mom um, was diagnosed with cancer, breast cancer, a very curable cancer. Um, we caught it early enough that this, you know, the staging of it was that they believe that all these treatments and surgeries I would go through would get me to be, you know, back to myself and, you know, back to, to being me, but it was gonna be a long year. Um, they think some of the things they were going to see or experience and we explained them and we read the books together and they asked questions and the hardest question was, mom, are you going to die? Yeah. And it's very hard when their little eyes are looking at you and you're everything to them to tell them no, when you really don't you know don't. if that is the right answer. And I did say... Because you've never wanted anything more than to do the right thing by them and to make sure that they are secure and yes. that they are happy, right? So. Yeah, and they're for, they always come first. And um, so I did say to them, well, everyone dies. God takes everyone when it's their time. And I said, but I'm not going to die because of this. I'm going to die when it's my time and when God is ready for me. And I'm not going to let cancer, you know, yeah. affect 
you know, me being your mom. Hey, again, trying to comfort them. Yeah, yeah. And did it work? Did they? Yeah. Because um, it's not, it's sometimes easier than said than done. That's they all reacted in a, in a different way. I mean, as kids do, my son was looking for a Nerf gun. Um, my older daughter had a lot of questions about what I was going to look like. Was I going to lose weight? Was I going to gain weight? What it was, how was I going to feel about my hair? You know, a typical preteen, sure. what they would be concerned about. And then my little one was very concerned about, you know, will you be able to do my hair for school? And will you cuddle me? And will you, will I still be able to come in your bed? And, you know, so they all reacted and sure. you on, know, their on, level. on their level. And we just approached it from the beginning that life throws you curveballs. You don't know what to expect. And whatever challenges come your way, you have to face them head on with strength and faith. And you can get through anything together. And that was just the way we, you know, we hit it. And that the was we, how we lived every day. The teachable moment. Absolutely. You, you found the teachable moment and you, and you used that. Um, yeah. So your cousin, Tara Deloya, who's also a longtime volunteer and a board member of Kelly's Angels, nominated you, uh, nominated your family for a grant from Kelly's Angels. Remind yes. me, what, what, did you do something with it? Well, or did you... we did multiple things. And in my youngest daughter, the one who's quite spunky, she'll- The, she one, would, the one who's your favorite at this Yes, moment. exactly. She would always ask, well, I, if you say no to get that, I can use my Kelly's Angels money because they said it was for fun. Um, <laughs> we that. did go away to the Outer Banks um, with a group of family from Clifton Park that we travel with. Um, Mac went on a fishing excursion. The girls got their hair braided. We then went to the Jersey Shore and they got some things while we were there. We went to a water trampoline park. So throughout the year, we kind of said, we're going to put some Kelly's Angels money towards this, or we're going to put some Kelly's Angels money towards this. So they had, we have an amazing support system and my town and my family like rallied around like no other experience. Like I've ever experienced and they're just there at your doorstep with money and food and cards and notes and coffee mugs and you name it blankets upon blankets awesome? and it's, it's, a, it's a good it's a good team to be a captain of yes it's ama it was just amazing and um you know I think there were you know there were days where there were ups and downs and there was lots of tears but there was a lot of laughter and there was a lot of being grateful um for what we have because we're lucky I was lucky to have caught it when I caught it. I was lucky to have this family surrounding me in this town and wonderful people and amazing doctors and nurses. And you just felt blessed yeah. in, a, in a bad situation. You and your family and your community have been supportive of Kelly's Angels for years, uh, participating in the Mother Love and 5K, which we do on Mother's Day in the Saratoga Spa State Park as our only annual fundraiser. It seems that the entire community comes out and they have their shirts on and they're supporting you and supporting others who have, who have fought similar battles. Um, what, is the, what is it about small towns in particular, you think, that rallies around people who are struggling in that I way. I feel like it's it's that everyone knows everyone or everyone is um, connected in some way and people just want to help. People do. They, when things happen, they want to be there and they want to help. And, um, you know, they know so much about your family story or your family history or who your first grade teacher was. I mean, it's like you, you're connected in a way that is 
is family-like, even though you're not related to everyone. It's just so small and close that it really, it might sound cliche, but it's like your family with everyone. Speaking of family, we're gonna take a quick break to thank our underwriters, and when we come back, we'll have a little family reunion here by bringing in your cousin, Tara DeLoya. All right, great, thank you. Support for Kelly's Angels comes from the Cartier Real Estate Group, a trusted boutique brokerage in Saratoga Springs, New York, that helps clients navigate the complicated and often unpredictable process of buying and selling homes. From expert guidance throughout your transaction to ongoing advice on improving market value, the Cartier Real Estate Group works to help clients at every price point realize their residential and commercial real estate goals. Learn more at thecartiergroup.com. The Saratoga Casino Hotel Foundation, which is on a mission to support charitable and public benefit organizations whose purpose is the betterment of the quality of life, health, and welfare of residents of Saratoga County, New York. And from Noble Ace Hardware in South Glens Falls, New York, which offers competitive pricing and high quality products for just about anything you need. For more than 30 years, the team at Noble Ace has delivered on its promise to be the most helpful hardware store in town by providing excellent customer service that exceeds expectations and reflects family values during each and every visit. Welcome back. We're talking with cancer warrior, survivor, Majel Baker of Clifton Park, New York. And we're joined now by her cousin, Tara DeLoya, who lives and teaches in Stillwater, New York. She's also been volunteering her time as a Kelly's Angels board member for years, which I'm personally grateful, grateful for. Tara, good to see you. Good to see you too, Mark. Uh, let me ask about, your. we'll talk about Majel but let's talk about your history. I know it, but for our listeners, how did you get involved in Kelly's Angels? Mm. It goes back many years. Many, many years. My dear friend, Kelly. Um, so I was very close with Kelly. We had a friendship that we would, when I ever needed someone, she was there. When she needed me, I was there for her. And there was nothing like it. I didn't have to try or she didn't have to try. We were just knew that we were good friends, true friends. And I'll never forget the day when you had called me at school. I was in Fort Edward and you asked me to leave to come and be by your side. And I did nothing more but to get right out of there and be right next to her. And I was as she was for me through a lot. You were able to see her off. Um, yeah, your, your, your friendship was strong and, and continues to be because yeah. you're honoring her legacy by being part of, of Kelly's Angels. What's that mean to you? I have to tell you this, something about saying that every day there is someone or something that I think about with Kelly. I, she's in my conversations at work. I have her picture in my classroom on my desk. My daughter and I continue when we see butterflies. It's our Kelly is with us. So just knowing, yes, she is with me every day, and she's my strength, as well as Majel. <laughs> but yes, Kelly is and has been my strength, and being a part of the board means more to me than you'll ever know. So I appreciate it. Well, we're happy to have you. Uh so happy to have you because of the, the personal connection, the, the undying connection. And you've been so good uh, about 
bringing people to our organization who can use a hand, who can use some help. And that's what we're here for. That's what we want to do. We want to help. It's a pure organization. We, if we raise money, we want to give it away. Mm -hmm. We don't want to sit on any money. And you've been terrific about identifying people like Majel who might need a lift, might need a, a, a smile brought to their face or their children's faces. Um, you've been by Majel's side throughout as you were with Kelly. Um, what do you think of? when you think of Majel? She's my little sister. She's not just my cousin, she's my sister. Um, she's amazing. She, we always knew Majel always had that in her. She is a planner. <laughs> <laughs> she is in control and we kind of laugh because she, she knows that I'm never gonna give up. I have my family, I have my friends and I'm gonna fight everything I can because that's who I am. How do you like to show your support for her and other? You've been supportive of so many people. I mean, we've talked for years, even before you became part of the board of Kelly's Angels, you're always involved in a fundraiser to help someone. You're always involved in some sort of event that's going to lift someone up. How do you support Majel? How, how, do you, how would you like her to know that she has your support? Well, I, also, I would always want her to know that I have her back no matter what. Like I said, she's like my sister. The friendship, uh, the family that we have, we stick together through it all. So no matter what, we rely on each other, no matter what we're going through, whether if it's a stomach ache or if it's, <laughs> <laughs> if it's just to say something about the kids, we share everything with each other. So I think having her back, I just want her always to know that I'm that big sister for her as well. And I'll always be by her side. Major, what do you think when you hear that? It's true. Our family is unbelievable, and she has always had my back since our little, our days of dancing at Marianne Fortune's dance studio and family dinners at Graham and Pops and sleepovers. Her and my sister were always the mother and the teacher, and we were always the students. The, <laughs> is the that right? Ones so, we, so that came to oh, fruition yeah. then, oh, too. Yeah. When we played house or Barbies or dolls, it was always, they were, in, they were the teacher and the mother, and, the, and, and we were always the younger ones they were taken care of. And she definitely took care of me this year with checking in daily with text messages, phone calls, rallying, um, her, Carissa rallying around me and with her soccer team and raising money for our family. Carissa, her daughter, Carissa. Yes, who has a heart just like her mom and um, just always loving and supporting. And like you said, supporting any cause that's out there to help others. That is Tara. That's who Tara is. That's who Carissa is. And um, the way that they supported my family during this time and in just in everyday life, they support me and love me. But during this time, it was remarkable and, and quite amazing. Majel, you're wrapping up treatments mid-December. Yes. What's going to go through your mind on that last day? I am grateful um, and I am blessed and God is good. I have relied on him and he's answered many, many prayers. My doctors and my nurses are true heroes in disguise. And um, I'm just grateful for this journey um, I'm grateful for the people that I've met along the way. I'm grateful for, you know, organizations like Kelly's Angels who really did put a smile on my family and my kids' faces. Um, and I just know that with the support of others and, you know, a true faith in God, you can really get through anything. Majel Baker, Tara DeLoya, thank you both for being on The Upbeat. And thank you both for teaching and for
giving wings to students of tomorrow who will be running our world. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you. Uh, a reminder to all of our listeners in New York's capital region, if you know of a family with children 18 years or younger affected by a life-threatening condition, you can go to kellysangelsinc.org to nominate them for a fund grant to help them smile or for angel aid if they might need financial help as they battle. Finally, if you like what you heard today, please leave us a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to share your story or have a story idea, let us know by sending an email to kellysangelsinc at gmail.com. I'm Mark Mulholland. Until next time, stay on The Upbeat. If you enjoy The Upbeat, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have topics you'd like us to cover on The Upbeat, please send your ideas to theupbeatpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. On behalf of the volunteer board of Kelly's Angels and the families we help who are facing life-threatening conditions, thank you for listening to The Upbeat. Nice job, McKenna Rose. Thanks, Dad. You too.